Uh, wanna buy some draft picks? You don't want to sell me any draft picks. I don't want to sell you any draft picks. You want to go home and rethink your list. I want to go home and rethink my list. So, welcome back to Draft the Universe, Nerdfight, blah, 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 Jafer. Chris. Ben? Real quick, I want to get to something, but while it's still fresh in my mind, something we do a lot with our cold opens is, you know, we do the transition to the theme. Da, 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 da. That oh. part's not actually the theme. Oh, like, yeah. It's at the end of the theme song. Yeah. And we never have acknowledged that. We just go into the end of our theme song. It was actually our interstitial music at that point. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we just never really talked about it. We just, that was the code to go into the wrong part of the song. I don't yeah. know if we want to start doing, ooh. I, I think that people. Those are I, tough, though. I think people kind of get it now. Although, <laughs> I will say, we've probably edited out of every single episode um, that it's shown up in um, with, like, unless it was funny. But it's it's definitely happened on every episode. Oh, it ha- it is one hundred percent happened on every single episode past. I've always four. left it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's either that or me it gets saying left in a bunch or me saying theme song. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We had that for a minute. All right. Do we actually want to do the the intro? No, that I, was it. No, yeah, we did the intro. It were the, people know who we are at this point. We're draft the universe. We're the nerd fight battle royal. We're the podcast where three friends pick a topic. Pick their favorites and then fight to the death for bragging rights. Or bragging rights. Yeah. Almost got it. I'm Jafer. I'm Chris. And I'm Ben. And we're actually getting kind of good at this. Ah. Uh, eh, fair. Okay. <laughs> Not really. Let's let let's let the uh let's let those numbers decide for us. Hey, everybody, you can't hear us because you're not listening to our podcast. But if you could hear us, I would say, listen to our podcast. <laughs> Today, we're drafting Star Wars characters. Yes. And I'm real excited for this draft. Mm -hmm. Um, When we first started talking about doing this podcast eight months ago. Yeah. Let that sit in. Um, This was like my number three topic I had in mind. Wow. Eight months to get to your number three topic. Well, there was a while before we actually started recording and releasing yeah yeah there was a couple months there and then obviously you know everyone else had input well and you know sometimes somebody maybe somebody at this table hasn't actually gotten to pick a topic since the first match yeah that's happened you've never placed in second 
but the once been. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like we're kind of developing a good rhythm that gets us through these episodes and they're very funny, but it's always going to be one of two outcomes. <laughs> um, either I've I, won once. I know either I win or, or, uh, or Ben wins with a very small likelihood that Jafar wins. And I am always in second. Yeah. <laughs> I think I finished in third once and first once. I think we've established pretty firmly that choosing the topic which is the privilege afforded to second place offers no competitive advantage. <laughs> Regardless, I'm really excited to draft Star Wars characters. Um, yeah, oh, absolutely. me too. I basically, I just booted up my old copy of Star Wars Episode One Racer. Yeah. There's your list. There's my list. First pick, Saboba. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ben Quadraneros. Oh, good yeah. call. He's the one with like the, the four. Yeah. And then it explodes and yeah, okay. kills a bunch of people. Yeah. Probably. I'm a big fan of Sebulba Fett. Sebulba Fett? Yeah. Um, I think he's that's, voodoo. That's a character that I created um, in my mind when I was maybe like 10, 10 years old. Okay. It was just Sebulba wearing a Boba Fett helmet. It's funny because Sebulba Fett is actually my no-no pick. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, not really. Um, <laughs> yeah. But So just a little bit of a reminder for anybody who may be joining us midstream. Uh, the way that this happens is that uh, we're going to go in a round, uh, mm -hmm. starting with, in this case, Jafar. No, nope. starting with Ben, because yep. Ben was in last place last time. Uh, then Jafar, then me, because I took first place last time. Uh, we're going to take turns drafting our favorite Star Wars characters. Uh, in this case, it'll be in serpentine fashion. So once we've gone one way, we go back the other way, and so on and so forth, until each of us has a team of five. Uh, after that... Um, and on the next episode, we take those five into, um, uh, what's the name of that place where they chained up, um, Padme, um, and she had to like fight her way out. She's wearing the cool white outfit. Um, my teenage happy place. Was that, no, that, I know. Geonosia? Geonosis. Geonosis. Yeah, That's it. Geonosis. Yeah. yeah. So we take our, 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 our favorite picks to the, uh, Coliseum on Geonosis. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then we make, make them fight to the death. Um, or for bragging rights, mostly to the death, though, um, at least one Rancor is going to die. Yeah, totally. Oh, no. But yeah, I thought I thought, I sh I thought we should like briefly go over the entire premise of our show. Just because it's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably do that more often. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So what what's what's the uh, what's the Star Wars news right now? Um, well, it was just May the 4th. Yes. Um, I met some friends for dinner and I had a lovely plate of Boba Fettuccine Alfredo. That is a true story. Really? Yeah. Cause that, that happened. Because for you, that would have been a truly impressive pun. Um. So is that Fettuccine Alfredo with just a ton of accessories, but then it disappears and leaves you kind of like, I expected more out of this? That's so a, It's a Fettuccine that sells a ton of action figures, but is never really filling... And I, I, I'm sad to report that it was just fettuccine Alfredo with chicken and that there was one person at that restaurant excited that it was May the 4th and it happened to be the person who wrote the menu. Um, nothing <laughs> on the menu was special. Um, I mean, they had a um, toasted Anakin, which was a grilled cheese with tomato bisque. Like they I mean, had Darth Maul's fried chicken legs. Like, Aww. yeah. Like, <laughs> what about like maybe some sarlacc pit smoked brisket? Oh, I think there was a smoked something. I don't remember. There was a chosen one. I think that was a smoked something. Mm -hmm. Um, 
was it was it cut in half when you found it to be <laughs> disappointing? <laughs> there, no changes to the actual menu for the day. Just uh, what they what they called. Just it. what they called it. Yeah. When I ordered the boba fettuccine, I got a look from my waiter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, hey, you put this on the menu. <laughs> Someone at the table ordered the um, toasted Anakin, and they're like, "That's the grilled cheese, right?" It's like. Yes, mm-hmm. that is the grilled cheese. Have a little whimsy in your life, man. Right. <laughs> um, ben and I actually had uh, the same activity on May the 4th, although uh, it was my last day at my uh, pretty crappy old job, uh, which was great. But then on top of that, after I clocked out at the end of the day, um, Ben and I got to go and see um, Mabim Bam live yeah. in Detroit. My brother, my brother and me. Yeah. Uh, I think that if you're listening to our podcast, chances are good that you know about them. Um but I think that it's worth maybe giving a little bit of insider. Maybe we cut this, but maybe it's worth giving a little bit of insider uh, insight into uh, like, because because this show, um, man, did it result in a lot of Twitter hate? <laughs> yeah, they they decided to do a Star Wars themed show, which I thought was great. Yes, it seemed to be getting a lot of great laughs in the room, but apparently all the vitriol was saved by people at a live show hating into Twitter. Yeah. And it was, they came back out and they they were very consci- conscious of all of the, the responses they were getting on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but everybody was laughing. Come on, guys, it was funny. <laughs> I mean, come on, Griffin McElroy wrote a Star Wars story in a book. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I felt like I wanted to, like, one podcast reaching out to another be like, hey. I thought that that was pretty cool, um, and like, you know, people don't hate so much on Twitter. Yeah, because that's me saying that on this podcast is going to make the difference. We're going to change the fucking internet, people. Hashtag don't hate on Twitter. That's <laughs> maybe we in, just an adorable story, Chris. <laughs> maybe we just cut this anyways. <laughs> it's a good sentiment, regardless. So yeah, um, but now. Um, I think the probably the most pressing story um, in everybody's news feeds regarding Star, Star Wars at the time of this coming out will be Solo, a Star Wars story, yeah. Oh, yeah. which comes out in a couple of days from when this is released and you're listening to it, theoretically. Yeah. Assuming you're not going through the backlog, saw the movie, hated it, and are now wondering why we're talking about it. Yeah, so, so we recorded this before the movie came out, so if they do something really bad... Don't hate on Twitter, hashtag stop the Twitter hate. Yeah, hashtag don't hate on Twitter... Um, Chris, <laughs> fuck. Um, <laughs> I've already said my full name. I'm, no, I'm, that was bleeped because I'm. I am not a public denizen of of the Ooh. net right now. Um, at Robot Chris's uh, cr- cr- Twitter crusade to stop being mean to folks. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so if if something terrible happened, I don't know what what they could po- how they could possibly fuck up Solo. But I guess like maybe if they like, well, I mean, here's a couple things that I can tell you about it right now. Um. We got a clip a couple days ago that looks like it confirms a part of Han's story from the extended universe that was very popular, which is that he is a formal Imperial officer. Yep. Um, They twisted a little. Instead of him being an officer and deserting to, like, save Chewbacca, which is, like, his thing there, it looks like he wanted to be a pilot, but they didn't need pilots and he gets grounded. (coughs) Or Um, he washed out somewhere. Or he washed out or something. And being too crazy and risky probably is, if they do anything, um, knowing Ron Howard, (laughs) uh, 
and is just like... Wait, Ron Howard? Ron, yes, Howard. Ron Howard's directing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was originally directed what by you, what uh, Phil Miller know. and Chris Lord, which are the guys who, in my heart, will always be the guys who made Clone High. Um, oh, and I love oh them for it. Yeah. Um, but they also more famously made things like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs and the Lego movie, which you probably saw if you're a person. <laughs> now I'm just better than it had any right to be. One hundred percent true. Now I'm just thinking, you know, like Ron Howard, like Han is like, Hey Chewie, hold hold this box. What Chewie didn't know is that the box was filled with death sticks. Um <laughs> oh, see, when I think Ron Howard, I think like Han Solo walks into a cantina. Looks over at Chewie. Chewie whacks the jukebox. It <laughs> 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 was a bit of a visual bit. <laughs> it worked. Yes. I always just confused and think of Clint Howard on Star Trek. Yes. It's different, though. Hmm. I think he, they, he they've said he's making a cameo in this, too. So he'll be in Star Trek and Star Wars. Now. Joining that elite crew. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good for him. Along with uh, Simon Pegg and mm-hmm. George Takei. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm just worried that they're going to find some way to fuck up Lando. You know, I don't know. So my favorite thing that I read about Donald Glover getting ready to play Hando, Lando. <laughs> Hando Cal. Hando. I, w- I was thinking of a different Star Wars character for a moment, actually. Hondo. Hondo in preparation Who for the draft. Might totally be of, on my list. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure is on Ben's list. Um, Hondo's great. And yeah. also voiced by George Takei, right? Yeah. No. No, wait. Um, who's George Takei's in one of those episodes, He, he plays a, 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 yeah. a, a general. <laughs> okay. Lando Calrissian's creepy uncle, Hansy Calrissian. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but no, uh. So my favorite, anyways, my favorite anecdote of uh, Donald Glover before is he get he found out he got the role he's gonna be young Lando. First thing he does is call his mom. I think I've told this story on the podcast. I don't already. think so. Okay. Anyways, um, first thing he does is call his mom, and his mom goes, "You better not fuck up Billy D. Williams for me, boy." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, you know, what would be fun. Next, uh, next Batman film, if that thing ever gets out of development hell, have Don Glover pick up as fucking Harvey, Harvey Dent. Dent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, levels. Yep. I love the levels. <laughs> two levels. Exactly two levels. One of sure. them good, one of them scarred. Now, well, we do have... It, it could become a third level if then when they finally do the Two-Face movie, it's played by somebody else. <laughs> We do have one thing to, to, to decide about the uh, the Star Wars universe as a whole before we go forward with our draft. Yeah, film. we do have to talk and about this, this. This one last thing is, is it Turboverse adjacent? Turboverse related? <laughs> uh, and by Turboverse, I mean, of course, happening in the same cinematic extended universe as uh, Jingle All the Way, the um, excellent 90s uh, uh, action film featuring... Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, Sinbad, yeah, and Sinbad trying to trying to uh, vie for the the most excellent toy of the year. Of course, um, I don't know why I just explained it. Everybody has seen that film. Everybody, you know, keeps it Every, on their hearth I, at home in a place of honor. Yeah, everyone knows Jingle All the Way. Everyone knows the Turboverse. We don't have to get into that too much. But yeah, so everyone knows Buster, so Turbo he, Man's sidekick. So here's the thing, know. right? A galaxy far, far away, long time ago, right? Mm-hmm. So is it possible? I'll say this. Turbo Man has a jetpack. You know who else has a jetpack? The Rocketeer. 
Boba Fett. Rocketeer. Turboverse confirmed, yes. Um, well, okay, so there, the thing about the Turboverse is there's really two Turboverses. There's the Turboverse that is, you know, Arnold and Sinbad fighting over the toy, and then there's the Turboverse of the world of Turbo Man. There's, like, the meta-Turboverse. Oh, right? yes, yes, okay, you're, yeah, you're So I think it's right totally that. part of, Star Wars is totally part of the meta Turboverse. I don't know if it's also the same world as the Turboverse. Interesting. Now that begs the question: In the Turboverse, is Star Wars a thing? I don't think that we ever see any direct. You know, um, I think there's some Episode One toys in the background. Interesting. It would be too early. Through, would it have been? I thought it was like ninety (laughs) nine. Was oh man. Okay, I don't know. It's been a long time. They might not have been episode one toys. They might have just been those '90s Star Wars I think, toys. You know what? Um, I think that we're due for a watch as a as a group. A watch of Jingle All the Way. Yeah, and Jingle All the Way was '96. And I think I think that maybe that there maybe maybe this is a good time to launch our spinoff podcast, um, draft the extended universe in which we argue that films belong in the extended universes of other films. Um, I thought it was just going to be draft the Turboverse, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think draft the extended universe or just extended how, universe wait, 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 would be a fun one. How about just Turbo the Universe, in which we watch films and determine whether or not they're part of the Turboverse? Yes, we can start with we can start with the first one and just decide if it is actually in the Turboverse. Maybe if the toys are being produced in reaction to a real superhero. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure it out. Okay, we'll figure it out. We'll save it for the pod. Um, but we do need to determine our stance officially on Legends canon. Um, so Legends canon, just for the sake of everyone listening, if you're not familiar, is all the old books and stuff. Everything that when Disney took over was no longer canon for whatever reason that may be. Yeah. So, uh, is it uh, Jaina and Jason? Jaina, Jason, and Anakin yeah, are the, all part of that. The, the poor, forgotten um, uh, Solo and, and, most and Skywalker of, children. Most of, but not all of, um, KOTOR. All of that stuff is all Legends canon officially. Yeah. Even though most of the games, yeah. we do have reference to Malachor, um, which is the world that, takes, uh, that uh, KOTOR 2, I think, takes place on. Uh, the one that gets blown up, spoilers, um, is where Kylo Ren got his uh, crystal for his lightsaber. That's in one of the art books. They confirmed that. So okay. we've got a little bit in there. Um, also, there's some reference in Clone Wars to some of that stuff. I think that we can honor the entirety of the Star Wars continuity and canon and in all of its phases and revisions just with the understanding that I am like, I'm a Star Wars fan who has not read extensively in the Star Wars universe. I would say you've read a normal amount of the Star Wars books and that Ben and I had difficult times in middle school and high school. (laughs) I was a very lonely child. Yeah, I I had a difficult time for an entirely different reason, which is that if you grow up as a Dune fan, you're a nerd amongst nerds. Um, and so, um, we're all on the same page then. Um, we're going to include legends canon. Yes. Just so it's said. And, and we'll deal with any inconsistencies created. Yeah. That will mm-hmm. be fun. Probably. It you know, might be monotonous. How, how can Chewbacca be there when they dropped a moon on him? Man? Yeah. Let's, let's just not talk about that. That was sad. All right. So are you ready to get started? I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I'm 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 honestly really really excited. I've loved Star Wars since I was a kid. I was a member of the Star Wars fan club. I was I I wish I still had it. I was a part of a monthly mailed uh Star Wars RPG where what? they would they would send you uh a a booklet with a new adventure uh <laughs> and a bunch of cards and so like you'd pick your character and then you could collect things as you go through the adventure and so hmm. you know I'm playing Han Solo and uh, I've got my vibroblade and I get caught in an alley well I've only got my vibroblade so I oh well I beat this guy and now I I've got a blaster and a vibroblade and uh <laughs> I mean, I was really into the Decipher CCG of Star Wars in um, middle school. One of my fondest memories of my childhood, um, I had a friend named Nick who was super into Star Wars, much more into Star Wars than I am. He reminds me kind of of you guys. Um, And Nick and I had this thing. We were like, we were going to go and see Star Wars together. And I was like excited about this. He knew much more than me. He'd fill me in. He had loaned me a couple of Star Wars books, I think. Um, You know, he was kind of like a little bit of a nerd mentor. Mm -hmm. Then the day came and episode one was out. And for whatever reason, he was unavailable. And I went to the mall um, and I grabbed a thing of Chinese food from the local. uh, I think it was... uh, you know, fiery, fi- fiery, yeah. fiery walk. It was something walk. I, I, I'd have to, I'd have to look it up. It was so long ago. But like, yeah. I got a thing, and like, this was like an AMC in a mall in Livonia, Michigan. And so, uh, I can say Livonia, Michigan, right? You could say you whatever, can say you, whatever want. you want. Sure. Okay. I guess we're kind of like slowly leading breadcrumbs crumbs to our true identities, except that you guys have a much, much greater head start on me. What are you talking about, Chris? <laughs> I don't we've know. You said you said your full name on pod before. Ben is harder to find than me. And he said his full name, and his full name is his Twitter handle. (laughs) I'm hard to find by my full name. Um, But but regardless, so I grabbed some some Chinese food. This was an AMC in a mall, and that meant that it was was run by teenagers who didn't give a shit. And so I took my Chinese food into the theater, and I plopped my butt down in the seat, and I watched episode one without my friend who had really wanted to see <laughs> see it with me. And it was like the first showing that I could get to, that any of us could get to, because I think it came out during the week or something. Um, and so, like, regardless. I, I remember I went to a midnight showing and had to go to school the next day. Yeah. So so basically, the fondness of this memory is that I basically line jumped my friend who was a much larger Star Wars <laughs> fan than, than I was. And I gloated for basically the next year about it. Mm-hmm. Just like, mm-hmm. ha yeah, I mean, I, until The Last Jedi, had the distinction of being able to say that every Star Wars movie that came out after I was, like, five or whatever. So that's all but the first one? <laughs> You're funny, Ben. Yeah. Um, or I think, when did Jedi come out? 86? Whatever it is. Um, anyways, uh, that I had seen all of them at the first available showing. Um, to the public, which I kept up until Last Jedi, where I missed the first available and I saw it the next morning or something, or like maybe it was at like 10 p.m. that night instead of the seven showing. Sure. I just couldn't make it for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but besides that, all of the prequel trilogy, I went and saw true midnight showings of back before they did the 7 a.m. bit. 
And then um, Force Awakens and Rogue One, I went for the first available showings as well. I mean, it's always been a huge thing um, for me. Star Wars, I grew up with Star Wars. Uh, Thanksgiving and Star Wars for me are forever interlinked. Uh, just because it was always a marathon on TBS of the original trilogy. Nice. And Star Wars, you know, and Thanksgiving. And that's what I would watch. Everyone would go watch football. Half the family would go watch football. And then me and a couple of my cousins would go watch Star Wars. Yeah. And that was... You know, that was my exposure to it, and it's always been an important part of my life from that. I'll, I'll give you an idea of where I was at. I had the VHS box set of the original trilogy. Me too. That, that was mm-hmm. the the last time we're releasing the Star Wars movies on VHS. And then two weeks later, they put out the special editions. <laughs> well, it was right before the special editions came out. Yeah. So it was, you're never going to be able to get the originals again. Did that and come with the... Uh... The Leonard Maltin interviews? Yes, and they were... I... They were great, but... Not as a kid. <laughs> no. I watched them every time I watched the movies. Oh. Because I'm a giant freaking nerd. <laughs> but that was the part that I always, like, fast-forwarded through. <laughs> Man, fast-forwarding. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Back digital, to- physical media. <laughs> Back yeah. before you could scene select. Yeah. All right. So let's get down to business. We got a draft, and we don't have a strategy corner um, but I have to admit, I find myself at an impasse. Okay. I have a gambit. I don't know if I should go for it. Go for it. You haven't done a gambit yet. Uh-uh. WWHSD. What would Han Solo do? Uh, shoot first, and I don't have first pick. No. Okay. So- <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's fine. It's do. fine. We'll fix it in editing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben, would you mind shooting first? All right. I feel like there is only one perfect option. Um, what? He's going Grand Moff Tarkin, the first fucking pick. Isn't he? <laughs> I mean... He said perfect option, not final option. No, I mean, I, I am a firm believer that the Emperor did nothing wrong. The uh, Emperor or the Empire? The Emperor... Well, and by extension, the Empire. Uh, We're not going to get into that right now. We've got a debate in a week. Yeah. We'll talk about that then. Gotcha. For the first pick, I think there's only one person it could be. To you, she's a general, but to me, she'll always be royalty. Yeah. I'm taking Princess Leia. Bravo. And just like that, my gambit's gone. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Were you going to take this, the, uh... The extended uh, solo family. I was, that's exactly what I was going to take. Is I was going to take the extended solo family. Um, I don't know how you could think you could you'd be able to get all of the extended solo family. Um, first pick Leia, second pick Han. The rest, I'm pretty sure I would be able to get as long as I was smart about the order. Um, okay. Well, there goes that plan, but it's not entirely out the window. Um, I think I'm going to stick with the first one I had in mind. Uh, Because if anyone's going to get in before Han, it's Leia. So we can just let that one slide. And Han will be shooting just barely second only to his princess. All right. So just to clarify, because that kind of got a little Baroque there. Han Solo. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Pick two of the draft. (laughs) All right. Uh, Last pick of round one. Um, I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with uh, a certain 
a chosen one with strange mystical powers who resides on a desert planet. Which one? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to choose Palma Deep. No. 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 I w- no. You know what? There are a couple characters I'd let you get away with. Indiana Jones is technically in the Star Wars canon. <laughs> That's true. I would have let you got away with that. The X-Men are technically in the Star Wars canon. Would have let you got away with that. Dune, though? No. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, if I can't choose Muad'Dib, I'm going to choose the one, the only, Luke Skywalker. All right. Also, you could technically take any of the uh, Soul Calibur characters. You get Soul Calibur, and you also get Bender from Futurama. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is in one of the more recent comics. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like C-3PO is on top of a scrap heap of a bunch of broken droids, and Bender is in that scrap heap. Okay. Just seeing how far down this rabbit hole we can go. Do we also include uh, the people on the original... Uh, on the new JJ vs. Uh, Enterprise, because R two D two is in the scrap in, in all I, the exploded I think, stuff. I think that's more of a matter of R two D two is in Star Trek more than Star Trek is in Star Wars. I kind of want to see that comic of what shenanigans R two D two got himself, <laughs> where he's just like, Ooh. Oh, oh, I love that. I want to know how he gets into the debris of Vulcan. That's interesting to me. Chris? <laughs> uh, okay. I love Star Wars. <laughs> right? Um, okay, so for the next one, I'm going to go with somebody um, whose loyalties change, um, you know, several times, but whose uh, kind of abilities as a warrior are really um, respected and feared. Um, there are people who uh, uh, people who are very dangerous in their own right, who the only person that they fear is this person. So I'm going to choose Gurney Halleck. Uh, Chris, I think you did it again. Did I? You did. Oh, damn it. Okay. Um, in that case, I'm going to go with, um, um, you know, a famed warrior uh, who changes sides a couple of times and whose, uh, you know, prowess and deadliness is, is feared and respected. Uh, I'm going to go with Boba Fett. Boba Fett was almost my no-no pick. Boba Fett is a bitch. <laughs> Boba Fett is the only person that Darth Vader says chill out to. Well, that's because he's a shitty bounty hunter. It's because yeah, he's been over this. It's because he's he is too effective at killing people, but he is still on that he's still on the bridge of that of that uh Star Destroyer. Like Boba Fett gets scolded for doing a bad job and then dies like a bitch. That's Boba That's Boba Fett's character synopsis from the original trilogy. Boba Fett's a bitch. This is the hill I die on. <laughs> I've literally fought people over this. <laughs> we've, uh, we've fought over this. Oh, yeah, but I mean I've literally fought people. I don't mean, like, argue, Chris. I mean fought. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, I mean, I, I was the best man at your wedding, so I hope that you're not going to, like, threaten me with violence over this. No, I'm not. Because you were the best man at my wedding. Moving on with our lives. It's my pick. Yes, indeed. Oh, by the way, I I, I should probably... Uh, the whole, like, Boba Fett um, is, is awesome because he's the only person in the universe that Darth Vader thinks should chill the fuck out. That is not an original thought of mine. Um, I believe that's Kevin Smith, but I'm not certain. It is just something that I really agree with. 
Okay. Oh, man. Who are you going to take? Because that's, that's the impasse. I'm staring at Ben right now for the sake of the, the listening audience. Um, I've got two names, and I only get to have one of them. And I'm pretty sure Ben's going to take the other. I have to go with Obi-Wan Kenobi. I have to go with Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, he's, he's great. He's an interesting character in the original trilogy. Um, he really comes through and shines on his own in the prequels of the Clone War. Um, an old man in the desert who helps the, the chosen one kind of find his own and eventually yeah. is eclipsed. Yeah, that's uh, Stilgar. Yeah. You, we're going to hit a point where you're going to say a name and Ben and I aren't going to know it's not from Star Wars. <laughs> Just so uh, it almost happened a minute ago for the fans at home. Stilgar is the, uh, the naive of CH Taber or Taber. Um, okay. I'm just going to warn you right now. I can do this with star Wars. (laughs) I can, I can out monologue you. There's more star Wars than there is Dune. Okay. I mean, (laughs) I'm just Ben your pick. (laughs) I'm just warning you. (laughs) I don't want to. I don't want to hate you, Star Wars, and I don't want a two-hour-long draft episode. That's fine. All right. I think I know who you're afraid I'm going to pick. Um, but I'm not. Uh, I just put an exclamation point next to it on my list for verification later. Uh, I I don't know if that person is actually going to make my my number one picks. Uh, I'm going with. The greatest pilot of the Empire. The hero who forged through his iron will the most powerful and uh, devastating arm, uh, army and navy the galaxy has ever seen. And who Star Wars is about. I'm taking Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader. You chose my no-no pick. <laughs> How can Darth Vader be your no-no pick? <laughs> it, okay, there we are. That's yeah. a no-no pick. Um, wait, wait a minute. That says... Fed Rantha Harkonnen? Fade Rautha or Rafa Harkonnen. Oh, is that the Darth Vader analog? Kind of. Is anything in Dune original? <laughs> oh, Dune was like fucking... <laughs> so like fu- eight years before Star Wars, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, but Star Wars is all a ripoff anyways. Yeah, that's, so. it's all samurai movies and uh, it's all Buck derivative. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ben, you get another pick. Yeah. So, uh, uh, But even though after your last one I do have the high ground, you you still have another pick. I know. Uh, reminds me, I saw a really funny thing. It was who would win uh, Thanos with all five or all the, uh, the Infinity, Infinity Gems Stem- or... Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi on the highest ground and it's him on the top of Mount Everest. (laughs) Um, So, I've got the greatest pilot of the Empire. This is the one I exclamation pointed. Continue. I'm going to take the greatest pilot of the Rebellion. I'm taking Wedge Antilles. See the exclamation point next to Wedge's name there? Yep. Yep. I freaking love him. He is the antithesis of a red shirt. Uh, if oh, you really, God, Wedge is so good. If you ever want to fall down a really fun TV tropes, uh, look up a Wedge. Uh, <laughs> he's a, it's a character that survives all of the movies. 
it's just lives through everything, man. Yeah, to to show like there that are... should have been him in Force Awakens, man. I'm, it was so close to happening. I'm really hoping he shows up in nine, just mm-hmm. like. Hey, you guys put out the call. Here's me and a bunch of other badass people. Hey, uh, um, oh, I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh, uh, you're blanking on his name because I'm about to draft well, him. I, I wanted to say a thing though. Uh, but I am about to draft him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead if you want it. Yeah. If you got it, you I just, got I, just it? I, I want to see them. The like, X-wing team. I, I want to see. The, uh, shit. What's his name? I believe you're thinking of Cran Horn. No, no. Oh, well, I'm, I'm thinking he's fucking of great as my pick. Oh, Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron. I want to see him and I want to see Wedge until he's in Poe Dameron, like Legolas and Gimli. Just like <laughs> Poe blows up a Star Destroyer and Wedge is like, that just counts as one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Poe's so good. But yeah, Cran Horn. Cran Horn, good choice. Corin or Koran? It's it's in a book. Gotcha. It's never... I don't think it's said anywhere in any... Or he was in Jedi Academy, I believe. He's an auxiliary character. He's one of the masters at the temple in the Jedi Academy game. Okay, I only so, remember Kyle Katarn. He's uh, the... He's, like, taking... Uh, in that game, Kyle is, like, taken over for Luke because yeah. Luke's away on something. And Kyle's, like, assistant headmaster of the Jedi Academy. And Koran is there... As well, man, it just things Those, just that game is so good. Things just real good. clicked for me that Luke Skywalker has a regular fucking American first name and a sci-fi last name, and Kyle Katarn has a regular American first name and a sci-fi last name. Yeah, man, <laughs> it happens. <clears throat> so your pick, Chris? My pick, last pick of round three. Um, I think that I'm gonna go for uh, somebody who's. Uh, size and shape does a little bit to uh, to kind of distance them from other people. They wield great power. Um, also on my list. Uh, uh, you know, they're not the prettiest. And they Jafar, do- I'm just going to guess, whoever he's about to say is not on your list. <laughs> <laughs> he, does some, he does some kind of objectionable things, but I think that maybe underneath all of this, you know, slimy, gross exterior... Um, there is really just, uh, you know, a lot of love and a desire to lead humanity upon the golden path toward its salvation, shortening its suffering from <sighs> from millennia. Chris, to just say the Star Wars years. character. Come on, come on, Chris. Just say Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I'm taking Jabba the Hutt, <laughs> aka oh, 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 oh. aka Leto the Second. Oh. Um, Fun fact about that, not a quote from Star Wars, but I have used it as my go-to Jabba the Hutt voice for so long that until I think I told you guys that that was not actually from Return of the Jedi like six months ago, you guys did not, like, no one knew until I just fessed up. It's like, no, I just made that up. That's not actually in Return of the Jedi. That's just me making some fucking up hoodies. It's it's fine, guys. Um, okay. For my next one, I'll try not to obfuscate it so much. More or less because I've run out of easy analogs between the two universes. You made it further than I expected. I'm <laughs> honestly impressed. <laughs> I could continue, um... I mean, I could I could have named you some good like 
some good uh, like uh, analogs between your guys's picks in the Dune universe. Maybe I'll save that for for the next next episode. Um, so first first pick of the fourth round, um, I'm going to go with a very powerful Jedi um, whose small stature does not prevent them from um, achieving much um, and and you know much in both combat and in guidance. Yeah. Yaddle. I'm taking Yaddle. Sweet. <laughs> What? (laughs) (laughs) Yaddle is the only other known example of the species that Yoda is. Yeah. Are you actually taking Yaddle? I'm taking Yaddle. Okay. I think she deserves a little bit of the fucking spotlight for being the only other member of her species. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I know who Yaddle is. I was just like, you're not taking Yoda? Really? (laughs) All right. Can I take them as a pair? Is that cute? Are they? A I, think I don't sh- think they're. A they're couple. not a couple, but they could be extended family. Maybe. What's Yoda's last name? We don't know. I mean, but so so we don't really know. But like, let's say that like maybe it's in the in the vein of Mario. It's like a Yoda Yoda situation. Maybe she is Yaddle Yoda, or maybe he's Yoda Yaddle. Yeah. Why well, you gotta put patriarchy bullshit on that then? I don't know. Maybe her name is Yaddle Lady. Who you know. I hope it's Yaddle you. <laughs> Yaddle Lady. Yaddle Lady. All right. <laughs> Welcome to our Yodel podcast. So, okay, so, <laughs> so I thought I was being clever by choosing uh, by choosing Yaddle. Is this like a, a very well-known character unbeknownst to me? No. No. Okay, but you're dealing with us. <laughs> okay, I did a Google search for Yoda's brother, hoping that Yoda had some like do-nothing brother. Um, and that's what I came up with. Yeah, you got um, Yaddle. Yeah. And I'm happy with her. She's, she seems pretty cool to me. She's in a couple of books. Yeah, she's in The Phantom Menace. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay. Um. <laughs> now uh. I'm just reminded... There is a character that it's not canon, but there is a fan canon. Basically, somebody wrote up uh, a whole character outline for who is clearly Sam Jackson's stunt double in the Naboo scene. uh, (laughs) Where there's the big... parade and it's like yeah sam jackson's not going to be in this he's far enough away who cares and so it's just some black jedi but somebody's like this is star wars it's clearly not sam jackson it's just some other bald black man uh i love love it when um when fans force a character into continuity they did the same thing with the um the elf that brett from uh flight of the concords yeah yeah that brett from flight of the concords uh, plays in the uh, the original Lord of the Rings. Trilogy. Yes, and and reprised in and Second for, Hobbit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, he came back for the Hobbit. Um, oh yeah, what was what was his name? It's uh, like Frodo's great, but who is that? Yeah, <laughs> hold on. Was it Fizzbig or something like that? It was no. Yeah, it was Figwit. Figwit. <laughs> Figwit. Okay. Frodo is great. Who is that? Um, although he he was he was named something else as he was in the film of the Hobbit. He he was officially granted a name of Lindir. Okay. Yeah. So I've got a draft pick, and oh god, I think I have to go with the true chosen one of the Star Wars universe. We've had the chosen one who failed but kind of succeeded, but didn't really. In Anakin, we have the chosen one who kind of succeeded but failed. In Luke, in kind of the opposite order, my pick is the chosen one who actually 
got the job fucking done. And that's Jaina Solo. Okay. All right. Unfortunately, in, in a in, you know uh, in a episode of Doctor Who that never aired, <laughs> she was written out of existence. <laughs> Is that the same one where the Beatles didn't get together? <laughs> oh. That would have been a great fucking episode of Doctor. I'm Who, still man. mad though because I I I wrote a great episode of Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Ben. Okay. And see, this is my problem when we do do drafts like this where I, I, I know a lot and I have a lot invested. Mm-hmm. I've got a dozen people that I could feel very happy with filling out my list. And there are a, probably two dozen people that are going to be, how could you not have picked? Oh, a, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, yeah. If we don't have Darth Nihilus on one of our lists, yeah. we're gonna get some really upset fanboy. <laughs> I think that regardless of who's on our list, we're gonna get some upset fanboys. How could you not draft Darth Bane? Why are you not uh, honoring the uh, the actual continuity as according to Lucasfilm's Disney? How have you not picked any Grey Jedi? Because Grey Jedi suck. You hear me, Alex? Grey Jedi suck. They're lame. What's the fucking point? They're garbage, and everyone who likes them is garbage. <laughs> They're min-maxed, bullshit, motherfucking, no-creed motherfuckers who can't commit to anything. It's the fucking problem with the universe is gray fucking Jedi. Okay. Um, but... It's fucking edgelords. Sorry, continue. Uh, no. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Way more than the Sith. The fucking edgelords. You ever wind up in a discussion on Facebook where suddenly some people start using some like some like racial slang that you don't quite understand? <laughs> um, I just like you that... know you should be offended, but you don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I just got that feeling right there. I feel like you guys were being really rude and mean, but I don't really know. Chris, you've said a handful of things on this podcast you thought was going to draw the ire of the internet. Ben and I just poured gallons of gasoline <laughs> on top of our podcast and threw a couple boxes of matches at it. I don't know. It's I, okay. I, I'm, I'm on a crusade to take the hate out of Twitter. Uh, so some, some sort of hashtag and the Twitter hate. Hashtag and the Twitter hate. Um, we can do this, people. We can. Okay. Hashtag no more hate on Twitter. What do you got, Ben? I know I know I'm gonna have to leave some of my favorites for, yeah. for honor honorary mentions. Yeah, of course. Uh so with my number four pick, if you guys looked into your hearts and studied me properly, you would have known who this is gonna be. I'm taking the Grand Admiral. Yeah. I'm taking Thrawn. Yeah. Thrawn's great. Thrawn was so great. That they had to write a book specifically to be like, no, everybody stop bitching. He's 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 in the new canon. <laughs> like we understand how much you love the Timothy Zahn books. In fact, he's writing the new book. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool guys. We didn't fuck up that bad. We promise. <laughs> Thrawn was the closest I came to hate drafting in this in the in the history of our podcast because I knew that you were going to want it and. I <laughs> I don't know enough about it. Well, I, was, I can tell you. If you don't want to read the books, you can watch Star Wars Rebels, which is really good. I need to watch Rebels. It's really good. I really need to watch Rebels. I need to finish watching Clone Wars. Clone Wars you can is mostly good. You can skip to, like, watch the last season of Clone Wars, because damn. Yeah. Uh, but you can, like, if you've watched, like, 
the first couple seasons of Clone Wars. There's a couple good episodes here and there, but you can probably skip to the end and get everything you need. You want to make sure you watch every Hondo episode. Watch the Hondo episodes. Watch the stuff with Darth Maul. Because that's oh, the Darth Maul stuff's great. Yeah, uh, but... Um, okay, so last round. Last we, round. Last we pick. all get one more pick. They're, you know, giant, huge, expanded universe. Uh, there's only three more getting taken. I can't leave him off the list. I'm taking Lando. Lando Calrissian. Oh, I mean, I'm not too upset because I was split. I'm purposely avoiding saying Torn now because of <laughs> um, I was split between Lando and another character, and now my choice is made for me. Yeah. So I guess thank you, but man, See, Lando. I'm just really worried that they're going to make Lando Calrissian like beat up a woman or something. Just like something that they know they shouldn't do. Like this character is like I, one of the only black characters in Star Wars that has had any screen time other than Sam Jackson. I have faith in Don Glover. I yeah. have faith in Don Glover. I don't have faith in Disney. <laughs> yeah, but I have faith that Don Glover wouldn't film that scene on the off chance they use it. Like... And also, these I think these new movies have been doing a really good job of... They're doing a good job, but they are oh still... Oh my god, Saturday Night Live last week, by the way. There's... The Black Character Galactic Conference from Star Wars sketch. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, they're, they're doing good. Was it Lando are... and the A-Wing pilot? It was Lando, the A-Wing pilot, um... There's the bomber pilot in the in the new one. It was there were four characters. Um, it was um Forrest Whitaker from Rogue One. Oh yeah, yeah, Saw Gerrera. And yeah. then um, God, uh, some like Jedi chick. Oh well, and then Mace Windu. Even no, well that's the thing. It's there's Mace Windu's not there. And then they're like as they're like going through all the stuff to like kick off this conference. They're like now let us remember all of the black characters that came before us. Mace Windu. <laughs> <laughs> they did forget the bodyguard from episode one, but oh yeah. Uh, but you know what? That's fine. He's he's in. He might be in all of the prequels. Actually, he comes back. No, because it's a uh, different character. Is it a different character? Yeah, it's a different actor at least. Is it a different actor? Okay, I don't recall. Was it Captain Panaka? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Um. I mostly remember that because I played the shit out of uh, the Naboo Starfighter game. <laughs> okay, so my last pick, we've had all three of the chosen ones of the Star Wars universe picked, mm -hmm. but there is a fourth. There's what will end up being probably the one true chosen one, the way things are going. Um, with no more main story movies after this, they're gonna do a separate trilogy. Ray, yeah, yeah. Um, Ray's great. Ray's great, and I hate the internet. Um, <sighs> so much shit for no reason. Like she's a fun, interesting character, and everyone who's all like, "Oh, she's just so overpowered and stuff," well. They've explained how the Force fucking works. It's all right there in the movies, and it's been there for forever. Yeah, um, and beside that, like, you're just ignoring the fact that, like, like lightsabers in Episode 4 are fucking heavy, and they're wielded, like, 
katanas. Like it's a really like one one exchange kind of thing is how, is how the battle happens. And then in episode one, they're super fucking light because they figured out that people wanted to see them jump around and do shit. So like, of course, people are going to get better over the course of the films. That's what sells fucking tickets on these things. Well, you know? also just the how could Ray, who doesn't know that she's a Jedi, uh, under like go through interrogation by Kylo Ren? It's like Leia went under interrogation by Darth freaking Vader. There's precedent for yeah. everything, <laughs> and that's why I'm picking Ray. Um, all right, down to the line. Um, obviously, there are a lot of excellent characters left on the table at this point. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, I think that there is, um, there's a character that we, we really, um, that doesn't get enough respect. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Lando, this character is responsible for one of the most memorable moments of the original trilogy. Um, and something that sticks with you way past. In fact, they show up, they show up in only basically one scene. But it's probably something that you remember. Is it Crix Medine's fake beard? I'm going for Figrin Dan. Figrin Dan is the leader of the band in the cantina. Playing jizz. Okay. <laughs> that is the name of the music style. Figrin Dan and the modal nodes. You can have them all. I figured. I really considered taking um, Yoda <laughs> and completing my set. <laughs> I left him on the table for you. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I thought about it, but I'm like, no, Chris has earned that. I thought about it, yeah. Um, okay, so honorable mentions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I want to start real quick because I, okay. I don't have an awful lot to bring to this conversation. I will say, though, that I was briefly considering faking you all out as I was taking Yoda, but actually choosing Maz. Because oh, I Maz think is badass. Maz is great. I think that Maz is probably where they should have done, like, what they should have done with Yoda from the start. It's just, like, the result of a lot of, like, like let's look at the story. What does this story need? Maz. <laughs> I think she's a perfectly constructed character. I love the fact that she um, knows more than she's willing to, like, to pass on. Um, I love her appearance in The Last Jedi. Um, mm -hmm. uh, just because she's kicking ass. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, what's the name of her voice actress? Uh, uh, what is it? Um, God, I want to say Laputa, but I know that oh, Laputa Nyong'o, right? Yeah. Yes. It's like I'm thinking the Miyazaki film. Yeah. And I know that's wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, Lupita Nyong'o. Um, I I think that she's a fucking like brilliant voice actress. I think that. Um, Maz Kanata like is like it's like what 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 happened if in the original trilogy um somebody like like somebody like a, a basically what should have been a B character in the cantinas scene mm -hmm. totally stole like the fucking film. <laughs> um my honorable mentions uh man Kyle Katarn. He yeah. I fucking love Kyle Katarn. He is just, he's the guy, he's basically, if Han Solo was a Jedi. He is if Han Solo was Luke. <laughs> yeah, just like, he's a guy, he's like, oh, I'm gonna go do this smuggle stuff, I'm gonna help these rebels, whatever, I'm a wisecrack, 
and and then oh well actually i'm going to be a jedi as well but that's just kind of happenstance i'm still gonna wisecrack and he's like fighting off sith like dark jedi yeah dark jedi not sith the whole time just making cracks and stuff it's awesome he's great those games are super fun his ship is named the moldy crow yep (laughs) (laughs) like dude is hilarious and awesome um, mm-hmm. other honorable mention, um, Sunter Fell. Yep. Man, uh, when you were going for best pilot in the Empire, I thought you were taking Sunter. I thought you were going to take Sunter and Wedge as the pair. I, I considered it, um, but I couldn't leave Anakin on the, on the table. Yeah, that's fair. Um. Sunter Fell, awesome, really cool character. Uh, look him up. Yeah, Sunter Fell's great. Man, Kylo Ren. Um. Yeah. Kylo Ren is a really interesting character um i dislike a lot of what he stands for especially given the current political spectrum and the inevitable uh comparison to neo-nazism he receives uh but he's a really interesting nuanced character who makes me totally forget how much i hate adam from girls yeah, Kylo Ren is interesting to me because, um, uh, so I'm I'm a big proponent and fan of the um, the rings theory um, uh, for Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is basically it's it's this really cool like critical aesthetic conception that you can look at the films as they are arrayed around a ring, and that certain things will parallel each other's. And clearly, there's t- some aspects of this that it's it really hard to believe it wasn't in- intentional. Like there are. Places where if you... Like if you shots line up. Yeah, shots line up for this. And the thing that I really like in my own personal theory about the new films is that they represent the beginning of like a spiral outward. And kind of, it makes sense because what you've got going on right now in the in the new films is like the status quo of this constant back and forth between light and darkness, the you know, Sith and Jedi that's been going on for thousands and thousands and thousands of years uh, is finally kind of being broken up. And you're seeing characters whose... Um, uh, people whose allegiances to both sides of the force um, are unfulfilling. Yeah. Um, and so the thing that I like about Kylo Ren is that Kylo Ren is Darth Vader in reverse. Yeah, totally. Um, he starts off um, by taking his helmet off. And that's the last thing that Vader does. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he starts off, you know, uh, in a place of uh, doubt and uncertainty in the first film. And he very quickly gets rid of that doubt as opposed to, you know, uh, being dark, in a dark. place of certainty and finding that <laughs> doubt. Yeah. 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 Um, and, 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 you know, I like that. It's also, it's not like just like, it doesn't stay consistent to any pattern as it goes further and further out away from mm-hmm. the original trilogies. Cause obviously, you know, something very interesting and very cool is happening during the last Jedi between Ray and Kylo. Yeah. And I mean, kill the past, man. Yeah. I mean, that's his thing and he fucking does it. And I mean like, yeah, Okay. Obviously, he kills Snoke. Um, he very directly is responsible for the death of Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, he is very actively and successfully breaking that cycle. Um, and maybe is the real chosen one because of it. We'll see. Um, episode 9 is going to be real interesting. I'm super excited. It's going to yeah. be good, probably. Um, I'm going to like it. I can promise you it's Star Wars. I'm going to like it. Um mm-hmm. Even Rogue One, which I was amazed at at the time, but 
after I got over the initial like shock of seeing that movie yeah. and everything that happened, it kind of settled with the fact that I really it wasn't the movie I wanted it to be. Rogue One was not the movie that like half the studio execs wanted it to be initially, and yeah. that's the reason it's not the movie you wanted. Although it looks like <laughs> Solo is going to be the movie I wanted for Rogue One, which was Ocean's Eleven in space. <laughs> yeah. Um. So excited. I mean. Rogue One wasn't what I wanted it to be, but it was, I think, it changing my expectations. Like, there there are some things I wish it would have done differently, but Star Wars is not beholden to me. It's true. <laughs> um, I and, mean, that's and, the whole point yeah. of Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, some of my honorable mentions, uh, Marik Steele, who is the main character from the uh, TIE Fighter games, mm. which, as a kid... I played hundreds of hours of of that game. Like, from a point where, like, I was too young to really get the game, but I knew I was flying a TIE fighter, and this was awesome, and there was Star Destroyers and Mon Calamari cruisers. Yeah, and I had the exact same experience, but with X-Wing. We've yeah. gone on about this. Yeah. I think a lot of our differences as people <laughs> uh, route from I played a shit ton of X-Wing and you played a shit ton of TIE Fighter. I mean, come on, you get recruited into the, the Empire's uh, secret order and you f- you fly personal missions for Grand Admiral Thrawn. It's so cool. I played a lot of Pod Racer. Um, also, Rookie One. From, rookie One. You know Rookie One? Rookie from the Wars. Star Wars Rebel Assault games? Yeah, yeah, Rebel yeah. Assault, man. <laughs> Fucking, I loved Rebel Assault 2. I, I, Rebel I, Assault I 2 lo- was a blast. I love Rebel Assault 2. They, like, hey, the character in the first Rebel Assault is called Rookie One, but he's done, like, a ton of shit and survived the Death Star Assault. What are we going to call him now? Like, does he get a new call name? Do we, like... It's now a full motion video game. Like, do we want to give this character a name in that great Star Wars tradition? Nah. Nah. He's Rookie One. Rookie One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going I'm to I'm give another um, honorable mention uh, to my actual favorite video game out of Star Wars, Republic Commando. Republic oh, Commando was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, also on my list was Soonter Fell. Uh, Kyle Katarn, mm-hmm. also great. Mm-hmm. Um Man, there, it was hard not to take Hondo. Uh, I, <laughs> Hondo thought was, great. I thought you were gonna take Hondo for sure. <laughs> um, there, there are just we could we could do next week another Star Wars draft just minus all these characters. I would not have a hard time filling my list. Not at all. Uh, heck, I could just take characters from the X Wing series of books and feel real great about that. Yeah. I'm kind of out of uh, Dune jokes to make, so I don't know. I mean, hell, I would have been happy if I could take Booster Tarek. And that's about as deep as I'm going right now. <laughs> Guy p- flying around on his own private Star Destroyer, like, eh, what you gonna do? <laughs> My pick is a little bit deeper. My no-no pick. I'm excited to see what yours is. How deep does it go? <laughs> All right. Uh, Mine is the deepest. Okay. Mine? Mine? Dash Rendar. Yeah, that's fair. Dash Rendar. Shitty Han Solo. Well, no, he's just, hey, you want to make Han Solo more Han Solo-y? I actually liked the Outrider. Uh, that was a really cool ship. That is a cool ship design. Uh, but it, it is clearly just not Han Solo. Um, they have him fight all of Han Solo's enemies. <laughs> they yeah. have him 
in the same places, just not being Han Solo. That's totally fair, Deshrendar. Good no-no pick. My no-no pick is Wilro Hood. Probably the most obscure character to get an action figure. He is the systematic problem of what Star Wars fans do, where they see someone and they is make Is he the guy with the ice cream maker? He's Yeah, he's the guy with the juice machine running around on Bespin. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I did not look that up. I knew it. <laughs> um, he's, he's also a black guy. He's also a black guy. Um, <laughs> could have been at that conference, but it, it was set, you know, during this the Lando movie because they got Don Glover for it. Um, so, Wilro Hood is in, like, a bunch of extended universe stuff. Yeah. Um, he is uh, he is an Imperial officer um, on a Star Destroyer that escapes at the Battle of Yavin. <laughs> um, he is somewhere, he's like doing something during Endor too. Like they just wrote all this shit for him and he's literally in half of a second of a scene running across the screen with a fucking juicer. Not even, like, a camouflage juicer. Like, it's just straight up, you can see the thing where you put the citrus sitting on top, juicer. <laughs> also, just throwing one out here to my boy, Skippy the Jedi droid. <laughs> Skippy the Jedi droid. Oh, and Skippy God. the Jedi droid, Chris. You remember in the very beginning of A New Hope, when they're trying to buy the red astromech unit and it explodes? Yeah. That's Skippy the Jedi droid. <laughs> okay. There's a whole comic book about him where he is the only force-attuned droid to ever exist, and he sees a vision that if he goes with Luke Skywalker, that it, the universe is is, uh, is doomed, and so he blows himself up to let R2 get, t- get taken. Well, that's fucking dark. It is. It's real dark, <laughs> and it's a kid's comic. <laughs> um, also, fuck Jackson. Jackson is the green rabbit. Like, smuggler. Oh, yeah. Dude. Fuck that guy. Um, Who's not to be confused with awesome Commander Bucky O'Hare. Commander Bucky O'Hare is sweet. Well, all right, gentlemen. That was the Star Wars draft. Man. Feeling good. This well, is there's good. just so many good picks out there. Like, yeah. We're all walking away with real. Well, none of us picked droids. None of us picked droids. None of them were the droids we were looking for. Um,. Yeah. I mean, R2 would have been a good pick. And C-3PO, just because he's in, like, every movie. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It is telling, I think, that the first three picks were Leia, Han, Luke. I mean, yeah. Um, That's... I I don't think anyone can find it in their hearts to argue with that. (laughs) I do wish we could have... The problem with having been a fan for so long is I've got... 10, 15, in some cases, 20 years of good memories with some characters. Mm-hmm. And the new characters haven't been around long enough for me to be like, yeah, hey, you know what? I love Ray and Poe and uh, Finn, but I've read so many Wedge Antilles books. Yeah, <laughs> it's no, like, totally. No, totally. these characters are great. I need to, I need to, you know, think of like, think about them more in my top tier. I need to reorganize a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, we'll get more time with them still. All right. So that this is great. I'm real excited. I can't wait to see what our criteria are. Uh, the criteria are going to be real interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing what they arrive in. I'm guessing it's a gonk droid. 
they might arrive in a gonk droid. I wonder what they're going to be written on. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. Let's not um, let's so not speculate. Let's gonk droids. Are those the little toasters that zip around the Death Star? No, no. they're the big toasters. Those are that mouse droids. Oh, gonk. okay. Yes, I know that. Gonk. They're just walking batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks as always for our theme song "How It Feels" uh, by Figrin Dan and <laughs> the Kickstand Band. <laughs> by Figrin Dan and the Kickstand Band. Um, by the Kickstand Band, you can find their music at thekickstandband.bandcamp.com. And feel free to shoot us an email at drafttheuniverse@gmail.com. And hop on facebook.com/draftthe-universe. Follow us on Twitter at draftthe-verse. And on either platform, use the hashtag DraftTheUniverse. Yep. See you next week. See you next week. What? That's my lightsaber. Just a mad... I should have drafted John Williams. Oh, yeah, that would have been great. All right, we good to go? We're Everything good to go. coming through? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Ben. Yes. Check, check. Check, 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 check it out. What, 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 what's, what's it all about? about? What, 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 we'll work it out. Let's turn this motherfucking party out. I don't know actually how the drum beat goes for that. That You're actually really close, yeah. um, but I don't remember any more of the words. Burp, burp, burp. Nick Jr. <laughs> okay.